This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello and welcome to Most Likely To, the podcast where the girl voted most likely to be on the real world in high school brings you through the challenge, the real world pop culture and all things in between. I am Paige and I am here with challenge historian Jacob from the Challenge Historian podcast. How are you today? I am wonderful, Paige. Just enjoying another great week of reality television content. We're in the thick of it once again, although we never kind of leave at this point. All no. the shows... There's so many good shows that we're never like in an off season for anything. And some shows don't even take off seasons anymore. So we're just always in the thick of it, especially you with all those shows over there. Shout out Tom Sandoval for giving me enough content for a fucking lifetime. Shout out Tom. Wait, so is real quick. I know we're here to talk about Survivor. The other Vanderpump question I had for you, though, I had seen the thing about like they were done filming and then they sent the cameras back out. Hell is yeah. The, is the season not actually airing right now or is it in the middle of airing? Episode five just aired. Okay. And, and it's so all the drama that just happened is going to be an episode at the end of the season or, you know, whatnot, but yeah. And it'll be on the reunion provided everybody goes to the reunion. <sighs> or, go into that shit. Well, here's the thing. Contractually, they don't, oh, go, yeah. they don't go to the reunion. They don't get paid for their season unless they go to the reunion. And let's be honest, they're not like superstars. So like, yeah, but uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Narcissist (laughs) will always go. He will go. I'm telling you that man will go. Knowing nothing about them and just having read the stories of all the scandals and everything. it, I would believe you that he would, but would the, would the lady involved? No chance. I think she's like, you don't need to pay me. You don't need to pay me. I don't think she's going to go. I don't think we're ever going to see her again. Or maybe we will and she'll be pregnant with his baby. That's another theory. Woo. Yeah. Vanderpump is crazy right now. I'm loving it. And then, you know, we both cover the challenge and we both did recaps for the challenge world champ. I was actually pretty proud of myself because I posted on Wednesday and Thursday. I was like, I'm Jacob status right now. Hell yeah. And did you know slash remember that there was two episodes? Because this dumb dumb over here fully knew this like a month ago. Like, I don't know, remember how or when they like announced or whatever, but I was like, oh yeah, there's two, there's gonna be two episodes the first week. Great. And then fully forgot that going into the week. And so on Wednesday morning, I <laughs> open it up, I see two episodes, and I'm just like, ah shit, that's not in the schedule for today. I don't got time for that. We're gonna have to get up extra early tomorrow to do episode two. Totally threw me off, but as always, love having multiple episodes. It's the right way to start a season. Two better. I watch the episodes a little bit differently than you might watch the episodes. So I'm going to get on that level one of these days. Yeah. It depends on the season for me. To be honest, I had nothing for Ride or Dies. They gave me shit. So um, Paramount and MTV seem to be very different, even though they're the same company and same production company and everything. I've heard a couple others that normally are on that list 
in reverse or like only MTV, not Paramount stuff. It's weird. You get in with the right people at the right time yeah. is really what it is. But yeah, not mad about it. Loved that. And then, of course, you have your recaps out. So you guys definitely check those out. Um, who are your picks to win this season of Challenge World Champ? I just want to ask. I think I asked last time, um, but I just want to reiterate now that we started just to remind everybody my pick is uh theo well okay the way that i did it now that they're in pairs i kind of played myself a little bit if i have to pick a pair that i think is gonna win um i i would actually still go theo and sarah but i picked two individuals and so i picked naya and theo Mm. I also did the individuals, and then after the first episode, I scrapped all predictions and said I get to pick new ones because now we knew the teams. So I went with Wes and Zara, which I think should be the absolute favorite. And if everyone doesn't immediately target them and only them, I think everyone else there is being a little silly. But uh, Theo and Sarah were in my – I kind of put five teams above all the rest as like those one of these teams will win. Theo and Sarah were in it. The only team that wasn't that I think is the sneakiest team there. The best, the best combo, the one that got the best possible partner is I think Emily and yes is a very sneaky team because what, (laughs) how crazy her going from, she never was partnered with him, but you know, teamed up, boot up with uh, Ryan on challenge Australia to yes, as her partner here, what polar opposite human beings and polar opposite experiences of friendships and alliances and social standing in the house she's going to have. And uh, I just love the, their combo. So they're this, my sneaky, like, don't forget about them, but I think Wes and Zara might kind of dominate. Yeah. She went from the worst guy ever to like the best guy ever. So they're engaged now though. So, you know, wishes on that one yeah good luck yeah good luck (laughs) wish wish you the best um i do want to ask you uh before we move on to survivor i wanted to ask you this about the challenge how do you feel about johnny bananas getting third draft pick i think it's a big deal and i said on my show that he's lucky that a certain man with two letters for a first name is also not there uh because I really would have just been interested if CT or Wes would have been the first pick if CT was there. I still think Wes would have been the first pick. And I think that says a lot about like, not historically, but where they are right now and more than where they are as competitors. I think it's purely just, I wouldn't want to be partners with bananas if I could be partners with Wes and Jordan from like a like enjoyment standpoint. And like the person I have to spend all my time with and do confessionals with and everything else, like Justine's already going through it of like, I got to deal with these awkward ass, like sexual relationship joke shit that you're like making a confessional. And and rather than be a dick, I guess I got to go with it. Like, I don't know. I don't like this already. So I think it's just a more about his personality than like the game or anything. God, I wish Theo and Justine would have been together, but I do understand where she's coming from. But yeah, great season so far. Really excited. Uh, you guys- if that would have been the real, if he, if, and I honestly, if I was her, I might've picked Theo. I probably would have picked Theo over him to be. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, that would have been the bigger blow. It's one thing for Wes and Jordan. Like, okay. They're like in that stature with him. If it was Theo, it's like, he only did two seasons. I know he's really fucking good, but like that would have been a bigger blow for him. So. And I would have been obsessed with it and welcomed it. But, you know, so speaking of people that I'm wrong about, welcome to Survivor 44, because 
man. And just to remind you guys, I picked Maddie originally, like before, based on preseason stuff. And then, of course, she got eliminated last episode. So now my pick to win is Lauren. If I remember correctly, yours is Claire. That is who I went with. Yes. When scrolling through the pictures at the end of our last podcast, I went impromptu with Claire. And uh, we'll see how that goes. Not a lot happening in the world of Claire, but we'll see. That might be a good thing. You know, we should have picked maybe Carolyn, believe it or not. (sighs) I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Sympathy win? I don't know. You never, listen, again, Gabler won. Let's just remind ourselves. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Wow. What a, that'd be a couple right there. Well, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. There'll be a lot of Carolyn talk this uh, this episode because there was a lot of Carolyn this episode. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, do you want to start with how it starts? Yeah. Uh, they get back from Tribal and Matthew is happy as a clam, full 180 from falling off of rocks, being injured, losing shit for his tribe to suddenly he's in the best position on his tribe. He... As we kind of talked at the last week when we were super confused about the shot in the dark, we at least said like maybe if we're being like generous that one of them was just trying to not get blood on their hands, which it turns out that was his full strategy of just like, I think I'm safe 100%. I don't really want to vote in the first vote, which is really smart. I hadn't really, I don't think anyone's used the shot in the dark in that way before of like, I would rather not have to vote tonight. So this is a way for me to not vote. So good on him. He's feeling good. Uh, Kane is not feeling so good. He's getting the heat from Brandon for being the only one who voted for Brandon. And this is the first time that I remember that Kane is even in this uh, this tribe. <laughs> and um, So he's feeling the heat for sure. Brandon's, Brandon's playing it cool, but not happy. I understand. But like, okay, of course you don't want to be the one voted. But like, I would have voted Brandon too. Like, he had to sit out for the challenge. He's supposed to be like this big guy that helps you win challenges. And he didn't. So for me, like, I felt like that is an understandable vote, even if it stings. Yeah, for sure. And I think they all handle the situation. I mean, they're all everyone on this show at this point is such like super fans and like seasoned studiers as we We'll learn throughout the episode how much studying and practicing some people do, but they all like, no, just react calmly to everything. Lauren knows that like, there's nothing I can do, but like full come out immediately and be like, I have my extra vote. Obviously you guys count how many people voted. You know, I didn't vote, which I told you that means that I have an extra vote. So there you go. So they all, they all play it cool. And we get to move on over to the other tribe where people are playing it cool, but some people are uh, playing it real cool, really liking, catching a liking to each other, spending a little too much time with each other, possibly with Franny and Matt over at Soka. Yay, Matt, though. <laughs> it's it's pretty great. I really, I did enjoy watching the montage of them trying to not spend time with each other, but then still having to spend time with each other. And he gives us the nice little backstory of, he kind of broke my heart with leading with like, no, your dog will be the second cutest dog in the world. Cause I know the cutest dog in the world. And then be like, Oh, you have a dog. He's like, well, I did until my girlfriend broke up with me recently and took the dog. <laughs> I'm just like, Oh man, play it at their hearts. Like what a way to lead into that. And, Franny's just sitting over there like, God damn right. She broke up with you. 
better have come out here single. I really can't. I don't see them together, but then when they are together, I'm like, okay, like I like it. They see they're really similar, and I have a hard time sometimes when like two very similar people are together, being like, that has to be awesome in the beginning. I wonder how awesome that is, like longer term. But we shall see. Uh, I don't know that they're going to both be on here together very long, so we'll see. And I have not yet followed all of these people. I do a pretty good job with Survivor of like, I don't like to follow the cast until after the season, just in case uh-huh. one of them's dumb enough to kind of blow something. So no idea if uh, they're probably not. I don't know if they're allowed to reveal if they're like together after the show or what until things air. But I'm sure we'll get an update when we're allowed to or possibly already. Yeah. Um, so our girl, Caroline, (laughs) she is like very determined is the best way that I would describe her. Right. She also has a weird story that you won't be able to stop thinking about for pretty much every situation. Oh my God. The poop, the poop, uh, (laughs) this is a poop warning. So basically, there's these cages we talked about last time, which are kind of creepy if you really think about it. There's these cages with pouches in them, and you basically have to find the key. And I think, um, you know, now that we've kind of gotten more into it, if someone finds a immunity idol just, like, foraging or whatever they're doing, like, nobody for sure knows about it unless you go through someone's stuff, right? With the cage element, it adds, like this extra sneaky part to it and it kind of lets people know someone in the camp has it you know if if they don't play it right which spoiler alert carolyn didn't so she's determined she was so close she is (laughs) determined to get this key and she talks about her determination where her son swallowed his front tooth and she went through his poop for three days to get his (laughs) so how many poops did she go through? Like, I, I think know. you poop a little bit more when you're a kid. That kid definitely pooped at least once every one of those three days, probably twice on at least one. So she went through at minimum four poops. Minimum. Minimum. And like, what if he had to poop at school? Did she go to school and get it? <laughs> <laughs> if you're like a teacher or the principal or a guidance counselor or something, you're walking down the hall and you just see Carolyn walk out of the boys' bathroom and be like, um... Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, can we can we help you? And she's just soaking wet, has some bag of something that smells awful immediately. She's like, oh, like her trying to explain he's, my son, he swallowed his tooth. And I'm really big on the tooth fairy. I'm re- like really big. It really matters in our house. So I was just, you know, I figured he probably went to the bathroom. He texted me. He said he went to the bathroom. I got here as fast as I could. Yeah, no, this is. Did she ask him to poop not in the toilet? It'd be a lot easier to go through the poop if it was not in the toilet. God, she's original. (laughs) She's a one of one, 100%. Very unique person, a one of one. And she's a delight on this show, an absolute treat. I think she would be a delight in real life. Um, I I would love to hang out with her for an evening. I don't know what would happen, but she's she's a delight. And she... You know, that determination pays off. She is one of multiple people this episode to find the key. And then unlike we see Danny over on the Green Tribe, which Green is Soka. I'm going to get these names down. I'm really determined to get these names down today. Danny finds it. 
and does the very like gets away with finding the key with no one seeing him go into the cage with no one seeing him and thinks to like immediately leave the bag sew it back up make it look good and totally gets away with it his teammates see it they don't suspect anything carolyn (laughs) carolyn (laughs) finds the key then decides i can't wait any longer i gotta go which why why does no one wait till the middle of the night like i know that's super creepy but like wait till the middle of the night i don't know that's more obvious because i was thinking that too but i do think it's more obvious I guess, yeah, you're sleeping, so you're not really sleeping much out there. If someone leaves the camp, you're probably getting stirred by that and be like, what the fuck's that person doing? But, like, go piss in the ocean, and then, you know, they'll have fallen back asleep. I don't know. But she runs. She goes for it. She's so excited. She gets it out and then runs, just takes it, stuffs it in her pants, and runs back to camp and lays back down, and then immediately is like, ah, shit. they're going to know. Fuck, what do I do? It gets back up. It's like, I got to go back. And she's talking it out for the woman who opens this season one episode ago, not understanding how the confessional is going to work to now she's actively talking to the camera person when no one else is around, which I love. She's like, I'm not going to look like I'm talking to myself. I'm going to talk directly to you. You're not allowed to say anything back, but she's like, oh, I should put it back. Yeah, I should put it back. Runs, does it. But unfortunately for her, leaves it still, you know, the bag's ajar. It's a little more clear and obvious to the rest of the group that something has been taken. But uh, lucky for her, the rest of the group thinks, I guess, so little of Carolyn or maybe just doesn't. They don't suspect her at all, even though the other four are off together the whole time. They're together. They then discover it's been taken and all four of them are like, it's got to be one of the four of us. There's no way it's her. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? The four of you have been together all day. One person's gone. And that person's the only one that's not a suspect. Like what, what, what are we doing? Honestly, the thing is this, she has played her cards, right? Not on purpose, but like being kind of, you know, quirky and weird or whatever, which are not bad you know, adjectives to describe somebody, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. all of that has really made people think that she is not a threat. And you know what? I fucking stand you, Carolyn. I stand you, girl. I think she's I think she is a mastermind and she might not even know it. I wouldn't even remember to close the cage like so, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just really tough that they like pair it with like, let's watch Danny do this, who's clear, like thought it through 100 percent. And then let's watch Carolyn do it and be mostly successful, but be the excitement overtake the thought process of how to do it in the best way. But I think you're right that. They probably all think that like if Carolyn ever does something or has some secret or anything like she's way too talkative and energetic and emotive that like we'll know there's no way she'll be able to hide anything from us but that also makes it easy for her to hide things from them because like if she's like fidgety or something or she like stumbles or says something kind of odd or strange they don't think like oh she's nervous and trying to lie it's just like oh carolyn's like doing a Carolyn, having like a moment or whatever. And so she just is kind of in the clear with everyone. Meanwhile, they're having everyone else. Let me see everything in your bag. Show me your bra. Show me your pants. Show me your this. Show me your that. Empty the whole thing out. And I don't think I've ever seen a tribe make like have a group show and tell empty your bag session like that before. That was kind of kind of stunning. And all all three or all four of them think someone in that group before has taken it. And they're all wrong. They all think a different person. Yeah, for sure. 
So the immunity challenge, I really liked it. Um, it's got nets, it's got puzzles, it's got yam yam sliding down a slide, and I was about- yam yam. Lift your back up. <laughs> he lays fully flat on it, and you like hear him screech down. And I'm just like, dude, butt. You you don't have a shirt on right now. Like just your butt. Don't put your back flat on it. Oh, uh, that had to hurt. I love the little bridge. The bridge is super cool. Jeff didn't explain that ahead of time. And so I was like a little confused when only one person runs up, but how the team has to hold the bridge for one to run across. And then they released a little thing to hold the bridge for the rest of the team. I thought that was really cool, but it all comes down to the maze. The only thing that matters here is the maze. Well, there was like 20 million parts to this challenge. Also, someone had to sit out. Uh, Someone in Philco. My girl. And Claire sat out, but this was the second week in a row she sat out. And Jeff kind of clocked it. And he was like, is this your decision or their decision? She's like, I don't know, both. I don't know if that's looking good for your girl, Jacob. Um, the rest of the tribe seemed to be in somewhat agreement that the answer was both. <laughs> and I used to think that this wasn't allowed. Is it? Have I not been paying attention in the last few seasons? I thought you were like, maybe it's just later at some point later. I don't know. I always thought it used to be a rule that like the same person can't sit out twice, but I may be thinking of challenge or other thing, but I thought that was the thing on Survivor too for the longest time. That like if you sit out, you have to do the next one. And so they kind of like game plan around that. But yeah, she sits out again. I don't love it, certainly. It's yeah, especially because it's a one, it's easy to like you're not gonna blow it as long as you don't aren't the one that does the maze. Like the rest of it is fully team, nothing like too crazy or hard or whatever, where like you could somehow blow it for your team or whatever. Like this is the don't be don't be agreeing to sit out on ones like this where there's no no downside for you. Yeah. Well, also like Jeff just goes, huh? And I think <laughs> that's like that's like how I felt too. I was like, hmm. yeah. Uh, I I would want to compete at some point here, Claire. Please, please, for the sake of my my decision to pick you as the winner, uh, please attempt competing in one of the challenges at some point. Watch, she like wins this. Um probably going to go like five first five immune individual immunity challenges just clean sweep no she'll never compete as a team but once it's individual she'll be like all right now's my time to shine but it comes down to the the puzzle at the end and matthew smokes the puzzle at the end against the doctor's wishes he says of taking his arm out of the sling which i'm pretty sure that doctor has like firm yes and no's i don't know that it's like anyone's going against his wishes if his wish is actually you're not allowed to do this you're not allowed to do it and not going to be on the show anymore but yep. matthew flies through it one shot no drops and then he what i think does a very dumb dumb thing and admits out loud yeah jeff i built a replica of this in my backyard and i practiced it over and over so that's why i was so good at it don't admit that out loud matthew don't say how much because if you built that thing in your backyard that wasn't the only thing you practiced, buddy. Like you built a lot of shit. You did a lot of puzzles and you shouldn't admit it out loud. You should not let your tribe know that you're that ready to go. Every single person there's mind immediately goes to, he's not allowed to be at the merge because we don't want him to win all the puzzles as an individual. So bad well, move on his part. We find out later that he was not the only one building puzzles. Nah, but the other kid's smart about it. Dude, if, He's not just building puzzles. Carson 3D printed all yep. the other fucking puzzles. What uh that seems that's that's illegal. That's you gotta that's not fair. That's that's way too way too much privilege going on there for Carson. 
Yeah. <laughs> I love him so much. He's just adorable and hilarious and great. But I was just like, that seems like some bullshit. You shouldn't get to be able to 3D print all of the puzzles that you've ever seen on the challenge or on the survivor and practice them and practice them and practice them. But good on him because he's smart, unlike Matthew, and knows no one gets to know this. No one gets to know I'm studying to be a rocket scientist. No one gets to know anything about me that would be perceived as a strength. I'm just this nice guy who's calm when you want me to be calm or who's goofy when you want me to be goofy. And the only thing I'll admit is that I put on 35 pounds of fat and muscle to be out here because otherwise I would weigh three pounds as a 20 something year old. Yeah. I mean, Matt, I mean, his beard still looks good. Yes. So we're going to give Matthew that. And here's the thing, although I think that that was like a bad thing that he did admit that, I don't think it's the worst thing ever because they do keep winning these challenges and he is really determined. So, you know, if they can make it then like to the merge, then I think he'll be fine. I don't know if he'll win, but I think he'll be fine. Yeah, it helps him with his team wanting him to stick around to help them win. But I think it hurts him once it's an individual game in a big, big way. So we'll see. But he also that moment's nice, like getting to say that to Jeff and being like, you know, like you're just all the positive emotions and endorphins and everything running through you. So I hope that little thing, that little moment of shine was worth it. If it comes back to bite him in the ass that everyone's like, we can't let you be here, bro. You're going to, you're going to win all this stuff. You've practiced everything. Yes. Um, so Tika loses, which means Carolyn, yam, yam, um, they are in jeopardy. And I would say like when they lose, it is Carolyn and Yam Yam that are probably the most likely to go home. Um, now they are smart though. They are just so smart. They are. And I was very, I was confused by all of the deal making that happened with Tika. I, was maybe we just didn't see much more, but I was a little bit confused that Helen and Sarah were both so chill to have just had that initial conversation with Carson and then be like, that's all we got to do. Nothing else going here. If I'm Helen watching this back, I'm pissed off at Sarah for not letting her in on like, I don't have a vote. If you're, this is the time to tell someone that if you're going to actually try to make an alliance and build some trust, they need to know that that was a very important piece of information that it was really only ever two to two on the vote, even if Carson and Helen were on the same side. So I'd be pissed at Sarah if I was Helen looking at that, but they seem very content of like, we got Carson. We're good. Carson's very content and like, nah, I want to be friends with everyone. I want to, I want to be on both sides of this. I want to be running it and yam yam and Carolyn, a match made in heaven. They just, they, he knows how to kind of keep her, in the emotions, you know, counterbalance whatever emotions she's putting out. They they're just so fun together and they seem like dedicated to each other. I love the moment of where they're like, okay, who are you gonna vote for? No, wait, you tell me first. And then they flash, they're like, all right, turn around and then reveal a letter with your fingers. Yam yams, I got the H. Uh <laughs> Carolyn's H was pretty W to me. And I like the moment they turned around, I was like, wait, who W is, do they know each other's last names? And I don't know yet. She's like, oh yeah, mine's an H too. It's like, yeah, okay, sure. You both want hell it out. That was an H for sure. But I loved how they revealed to each other. They're, they're the best. I hope those two, they should just be a package deal the whole time. If one gets voted off, they both go, they better stay in alliance the whole time. Never turn on each other. They're, they're the best duo we've had in a while. 
Yeah, absolutely. And Carson joining forces with them, I think is a really good move for him. And, um, I don't think Helen sees this coming. They go to tribal. Um, it's not a big discussion or anything like that. I was wondering if Carolyn was going to play the immunity idol, but she seemed pretty confident and she should be because Helen did go home. Um, she, here's the thing. She looked mad. She did the thing that I want all people to do where they're not like, it's okay. Blah, blah, blah. She yeah. literally just like picked up her shit and like left. Yeah, don't say you love them. They always are like, oh, I love you, your family, it's okay. And I'm like, nah, you've known them for five days. They just kicked you out of this game. You've waited your whole life to play. You got lucky enough to do it. You're pissed. Feel free to show that. Hats off to Helen, who I was a big fan of. And I'm very sad that she's gone because uh, I liked her being around. I also want to point out, I just was going back through my notes and forgot to mention, Yam Yam calls Carolyn a mix of Goofy and Cher. <laughs> And I think that's a really great assessment. That's a wonderful, a wonderful combination. Yeah. But I'm sad for Helen. I'm very bummed out. I'm sad Helen. for her too, but also I was thinking about how this looks long-term for the tribe. And I don't know how great it is because she was the best one at the puzzles. Yeah. And I don't think it's great for Carson. This, this whole thing with the shorter game, everyone like kind of plays more strategically immediately. And like, I feel like Carson decided to get Helen out a little bit because like he saw down the road was like, she would be more threatening down the road than maybe Carolyn or Yam Yam would be. And it's like, it's the first fucking person you have to vote out of your tribe. Like you don't need to be thinking, you know, you didn't never used to need to think that far ahead, but now I think the rest of the tribe is going to be like, okay, so Carson was the one in the middle of these two alliances boom, you move to the bottom of everyone's trust rankings here of the four of us that are left, whether you can work himself out of that or not. But it's just now with this short game, they all come in and like think they have to make the biggest, craziest move of the game and like the power move every single time. And even Jeff gets in on it now where he like uses the term blind. Like he's like, that would be called a blindside Helen, like at the tribal council. And I'm just like, Every tribal doesn't have to be a power move. Every the tribal doesn't have to be a blindside. Every this, like you don't have to use the lingo every time. And I also wonder, can there ever be, can they ever just tell the person who they're voting out? Like, could, couldn't the three of them just went and been like, Hey, Carolyn, we love you, but we're going to vote you out. And just like, be like, no, this way, no one has to like run around and who are you going to trust? We're just going to say it openly. And like, do you want to have a nice, like dinner before you leave like let's go catch you a crab or something i wonder if anyone would ever have the courage to try that to just be like what if we just told everyone and there was four of us and we just stuck to it no one would ever do that if i'm on the show one day i will do that i will try okay. to do that nobody will do it with you <laughs> i will get voted out you're damn right about that but you know worthwhile yeah i definitely think carolyn is actually no carson is my mvp this episode for sure yeah he yeah i think he might edge out carolyn with a a solid third place finish for danny who's the only one that we really get a lot of from either of the other two tribes and mostly just him finding the thing but uh I think they're, they were purposely, not only did he find that immunity idol, but I think they were gearing us up for a lot more Danny in our future. And mm -hmm. on the little trailer at the end, that was kind of a next week on, kind of this season on type of trailer. It seemed like it wasn't all from next week's episode. There, It was pretty Danny heavy. So I think they're setting us up for, uh, for him to be a featured player in the near term. Here for it. I like him. 
He's fun. And he, I like that he doesn't totally fit in with his tribe that like he stands out so much from his tribe. And yeah. that another reason that my pick of Claire is looking horrible. She does have the moment where Danny's off clearly looking for advantages and they're all just like, Oh, that guy just works really hard. Why don't we all be lazy? She calls herself the laziness czar. And I'm just like, Oh God, you call yourself the laziness czar. You, you ask everyone to not work so that you don't have to feel bad about not working at camp. And then you sit out both challenges and I picked you to win this show. I don't know that you got 26 days in you, my friend. I saw somebody else picked her to win some blog that I read. I can't remember what I apologize, but yeah. Um, so you're not the only one that has the vibe. Uh, well, we shall see two weeks down. My pick's not gone. So I made it two weeks further than you did. And you know, Listen, I got to change it because we played by the rules of last time. Who is the, uh, is there a new favorite that has emerged from your kids in class? Uh, they like Carson. Yeah, they, I would, I would think they would kind of always gravitate towards like the youngest people. I don't know if they're like likable. I accidentally let them watch an episode of the challenge, and they are so obsessed; it's unbelievable. Ooh, so. do do they like someone in particular there? Obsessed with yes. That makes sense. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, can, they also really, really like Darrell. Um, and they really, really hate Johnny Bananas. And I said nothing for the record. I said, I don't believe that for a second. I swear to God, I said <laughs> nothing. The only thing I said to them is I was like, you have to love Kellyanne because she's my friend. That's the only thing I said. Ooh, your friend in the hot seat right now. My friend got a bad edit. Okay. Uh, she did. Yeah, I can believe that for sure. Um, especially the. Anytime they show a montage of someone talking to everyone on any show, on Challenge, on Survivor, anytime, that's 95% of the time, that's just like a, the easiest editing thing to, to do to create a storyline. Um, you know, you can maybe examine the body language and the conversations that are happening and all those, but like when they try to make it like look or like, oh, Kellyanne ran around to talk to everyone. She couldn't stop talking. She whatever. And it's like, Everyone talks to everyone over the course of an evening. They're all in like the same three rooms of a house. So you could put that together pretty easily. So I'm with you there. But uh, I did that final conversation that the episode ended on of her and John A. Icy stuff. I loved it. It was so good. Yeah, my girls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're two of your friends. Oh, man. Was I'm that too tough? Was that tough to watch? No, seriously, I, yeah, I, you shouldn't have got to know all these people. But yeah, Survivor's looking good. This was an easy watch, but a good episode. The challenges are switching it up. The birdcage thing. So I think I think this season's good. I'm already liking it more than I liked last season. So I hope they keep the same energy. But yeah, you guys know we'll be back next week with another episode. Of course, we got all the good stuff on our channels. You guys, my Vanderpump recap is up gotta listen so much tea i'll be i'm i might just start listening i just want to know more than what i'm getting i'm getting most of the deets from you know twitter social media etc but maybe i'll just listen to your recaps versus ever actually having to watch the show because it's just too good a drama to not to not be a little more in the know so good so sad so amazing i love it <laughs> uh well we love y'all don't forget to subscribe to our channels rate review subscribe you know the deal um so i guess we'll see y'all next week and i hope you're loving all things challenge related and we will see you soon
Peace.